You're very welcome to This Adult Life, the podcast with myself, Mark Fennell. You're very welcome to join us for episode 16. And today I'm talking about a question that I've been asked more in the last, I suppose, few weeks and months than any other question. I know we've had fear, anxiety, pandemics and depression and lots of challenges, lots of things that we just can't cope with. But the most common question that I've been asked about as of late is how do I get motivated? How do I find the motivation now that my schedule, my routine, my world is flipped on its head? It is a lesson I think we can all learn just for life because there are going to be times when our motivation just runs flat. So today we're talking about how to get motivation, but more importantly, we're going to talk about your why, the why behind what you do, not how you do what you do or what you do, but the why behind what you do. We're going to talk about how to discover that and make sure you get back on track with motivation. And I'll also be sharing a story about a man who got knocked down, but he refused to be knocked out. All that is coming up right here on This Adult Life, the podcast. So you're very welcome to This Out of Life, the podcast. So what is and what has been and continues to be the most common question that I've been asked during lockdown? Well, the question is, I mean, people have asked me about fear and anxiety, and we've talked about those conversations. But one of the most common questions I've been asked about is the question of, I just need to feel motivated, or how can I get motivated again? Or I've lost my motivation. What is going on? This is one of the most common questions people have asked me over lockdown. You know, and, and I get it. I completely get it because it's been so hard to be focused and on top of the world. And here we go. Yeah, you know, let's just ride on and, you know, make this business or, you know, make our career and make our home amazing. And it's really hard to be like that when you're on lockdown, your routine's flipped on its head, your schedule has gone out the window and the things you're, you're the norm of what you used to know is now this what we call new norm. And it takes some great adjusting to do it, to, to engage this new norm and get your head around it and go, okay, this is what I need to do and, and all that kind of stuff. So a lot of people right now have lost motivation, completely understandable. I know what it's like because, you know, I do the coaching, but I also uh, run another business myself, my wife, and, and it's, it's a big part of what we do. And during this lockdown, it has literally just, there is no business. It's just not there. I mean, we're doing other stuff we can do, but I may talk about that in a future episode, but the thing is, it's very hard to be motivated when, you know, a shopkeeper, the shutters are down. When a restaurant, the doors are closed. You know, it's very hard to be motivated for your business when your business just is not existing. It's not bringing you in, you know, a salary, a wage or an income. It's really hard to stay motivated. But it's also hard to motiv stay motivated when it comes to school. Because, you know, in Ireland, for example, a lot of the school scenario we found is that schools were closed. They have been for months, like many other countries, because of lockdown. So the problem there is, is like getting this new norm, getting a routine, trying to learn to study. And then you've got these big exams coming up that have now been cancelled and postponed. And it is really hard to stay motivated. Or even like, even before lockdown, for some people, they were fired up six months ago. And now they're looking at going, why am I not motivated like I was before? And this can happen to us in any stage of our lives. It's not just now. This can happen anytime. You know, we get bad news or, or something, you know, we're running with, say, a business or we're studying something or learning something. And then like the rug gets pulled out from under us and it can totally deflate our motivation. People sometimes... You know, stuff can happen in our lives like the loss of a loved one or, or or something comes along and just can totally derail us. And you go from being this motivated person to not having any motivation at all. I remember talking to a friend of mine who had a baby and, you know, the, the baby now was kind of coming up on two. And they're like, you know, soon I'll be able to go back to work, but I have no motivation to go back to work. I just feel exhausted. So losing motivation can happen at any time of our lives. And I think for now, a lot of us with the whole lockdown thing, it's happening more than ever. 
And I think it's, it's, it's a real problem. And I think it's something all of us can relate to. So how do you get back motivation? Well, the first thing I think what you got to look at is, well, look, if you're kind of sitting and waiting for this moment of, I'm going to get motivated again, and you're waiting for it like to wake up, one of these days I'm going to wake up and feel fired up and ready to go. That day might come or it might not come. The problem is, though, you're waiting on this feeling. It doesn't just happen like that. Or maybe you've woken up some days going all fired up and ready to go. Yes, today is a good day. Sun is shining. I'm going to get so much done today. I am motivated. I'm pumped. I'm locked. I'm loaded. But, you know, the problem with all that, it sometimes can wane as well. It can sometimes drop out. It can sometimes just dissipate. You wake up fired up and then next thing the next day you're not fired up anymore so motivation can either sometimes be peaks and troughs or it can just be like flatlining and you're just not back in that motivated place so I wanted to talk about that today getting the motivation back but the most important thing when it comes to motivation is I think to understand the word itself not to get into you know words and a dictionary but the re okay let me explain motivation the word the definition it says a reason or reasons for acting or behaving in a particular way it's the motive. And in other words, I'm going to put it like this. It's the why behind what you do. That's what brings motivation. The why. It's not what you do. It's not how you do it, but it's the why you do it. A lot of the times when I talk with people or people going through stuff, even with ourselves, like you might find, you know when you're going through something and you call up a friend, you're like, listen, I'm just going through this thing right now. And you hadn't even planned on having this long conversation, but they ask you how you were and you then give them the answer of how you really are. Not just the casual, yeah, I'm fine. You give them the real answer of how you are. And then as soon as you start talking about how you actually are, the answers of how to change that state of being or change that problem or fix that problem start to come about because you realize, you know, through talking about this thing has made me question and look at the situation in a different mindset or even just like different eyes, you know? Because sometimes they say, and I always say this quote is, talking is sometimes therapy, but also a problem shared is a problem halved. Because what it causes us to do is it causes us to ask questions or reevaluate or even take a different opinion or a different look at the situation. And sometimes that's how we find our, our solution or conclusion. So why am I saying that? Because when it comes to finding motivation, sometimes we're not asking ourselves the right question. I always believe this, to find out the problem or to fix a problem, it starts by asking the right questions. It's all about the right questions. So sometimes we need to look at maybe where we're at and go, yeah, I'm, I'm just no motivated. I'm tired. I'm just not in the humor. There's distractions. I want to watch Netflix. I want to do this. I want to. And you're what you're actually doing is you're telling yourself and you're, I suppose, speaking in a very, not so much a motivated way, but you're giving yourself all the problems, all the hurdles. You're putting them all on the table in front of you. And it's really hard to climb over all these problems when you start putting them there yourself, like internally. Some people refer to what is the story that you keep telling yourself? What is the narrative that you're working to each and every day? Are you telling yourself, oh man, I'm just not motivated. No, I can't do this. Oh, listen, you know what? There's a pandemic. Oh, look at the news. This is crazy. Of course, we're going to have down days when we hear such bad news. Of course, there's people losing jobs, people losing lives. But, and I say a but with a capital B, B-U-T. <laughs> but, Here's the thing, it may be a bad day, but it doesn't have to be a bad week. And that week doesn't have to be a bad month. There are things we can do to get motivation, but it does start by what we're telling ourselves on the inside, the story, the narrative. That's where it all begins. And sometimes when we lack motivation, we gotta ask ourselves, not about why we can't be motivated, but ask ourselves, rewind and say, why do I do what I do? Before lockdown, what was my motive? What was my motivation? 
No, I'm not going to ask you. You know, the question is, why do you do what you do? And people ask, answer that with saying, oh, well, to make some money or to put a roof over my head or to pay the bills or et cetera, et cetera. And all those things are important, but that's not the why. Because there's actually two sorts of motivation, all right? I'm not going to go too deep, but I'm going to go real, just so you understand it. And I think it's it's a good way of understanding motivation. There's extrinsic motivation. And this is basically whenever a person performs an action or behavior because, well, they're affected by external factors, you know, such as a reward or punishment or, you know, it's a motivation from something external. It's not coming from you. It's coming from someone else. Kind of like when the boss says, you need to do this now and you go do it. You're motivated to do it because of what, they said externally or you know the wife says you know put out the bins the you know the, tomorrow's bin day you know you put it out because you're motivated by fear no i'm joking but you put the bins out because you're motivated because it's an external force and you need to do this and you know you follow suit and you do it you do it happily of course but then there's also the result of motivation based off money some people do stuff for money or they do it for praise or they do it because they're competitive or you know or because there is a fear of punishment you know tidy your room we always remember that when we were kids you know your mom or dad was like tidy your room and you, you do it out of fear of punishment you're not actually motivated because if you were motivated the room would be tidy already but that's an extrinsic motivation. So that's external. So a lot of people confuse the external motivation with the internal motivation because they're, well, I, I do what I do. Why do you do what you do? To make money. No. What is the why behind what you do? And that's what we're going to talk about today. It's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. It's definitely going to be helpful because you know what? I always think, and maybe you've heard some of this before, um, and, and I think whenever you hear something that's good for you, the more you hear it, the better it sticks, you know? But the other side of motivation, this is the one we're talking about today, and this is the intrinsic uh, motivation. It's the internal motivation. It is the act of being motivated by internal factors uh, to perform, you know, a certain action or behavior or to pursue a certain thing because you're motivated deep inside. And again, it's not because you want to get money or it's not because of reward or for fear of punishment. It's because there's a deep inherent core value in you that pushes you to do this thing. It'll all come clear as we go through it, but just know there is external and there's internal and know which is different, extrinsic and intrinsic. So know the difference uh, is a big part of understanding your why. So I'll ask you that question. What is your why? Why do you do what you do? Not what you do, not how you do it, but why. Okay, I'll give you an example. You've got two clothes stores, right? They both sell clothes, two shops, either side of town, and they both sell lovely clothes. They both have great footfall, and one has been interviewed, and here's how the interview goes. The, the person interviewing him says, okay, what is it about your, your shop? But what is it that you do? Oh, we sell clothes, and we try and be the cheapest price clothes, and, um, you know, we're a clothes shop, and, and that's what we do, and, you know, we're in business, and we want to stay in business, so we're going to be competitive. We're going to keep selling the best clothes that we can sell uh, to customers. Now, you might think, okay, that's cool. That's what I want from a clothes shop. Now, you go to the other clothes shop and they're asked the question, okay, tell us, what is it about your shop? Why should we shop here? Okay. And they say, well, you know what? We sell clothes and we try and keep competitive and we, we keep to the latest fashion. But you know what? The reason we do it, the, the reason we open our doors is so that when people come in, when people come in and buy our clothes, they, we tr they try on the clothes, and when they leave, that they feel feeling empowered, they feel beautiful, they feel that they've just done something that's gonna benefit them by treating themselves to our lovely clothing. 
And that's what we want. We want people to leave feeling that they've invested in themselves. Our customer service, we always are there to help people. And that's what we want. When people leave, they feel better about themselves, better about life, better about the clothes they have. And they feel like they've just purchased something that's going to make them just look beautiful. That's why we do it, because we love to see customers looking happy, looking beautiful, and walking out our doors with a smile on their face. Now, both of those billboards would look a little bit different. But the question is, if you were to had to pick a shop to shop with, you'd probably shop with shop number two because they sound like they care a whole lot more. And that's because they're talking about the why they do what they do rather than what they do. Both sell clothes, both are competitive, both have the same want to be designer clothes or the latest clothes that are on trend. But one went a step further because one spoke about their why, why they do what they do. Or like you could talk about someone who, a hairdresser, and you interview one hairdresser and they say, well, I love making sure that girl's hair looks beautiful and, you know, that they're happy with their hair because I love to see, you know, a, a girl happy with how her hair looks and her leave with a smile on her face. What makes me feel passionate about what I do is when a girl looks beautiful and is happy and content walking out of the hairdressers. You know, and you kind of think, wow, because they've just talked about their why rather than what they do. Now, you talk to another hairdresser then, and they just say, oh, we cut hair, and, um, you know, we're open for business, and you know, ring now, book today, and we'll book you in, and we'll cut your hair. And that sounds grand, but they're both hairdressers. You know, they're both styling people's hair, but the, the first one talked about the why they do what they do. Because when you talk about the why, that's when you ignite the passion. You know, that's when you ignite the part of you that comes alive. And that's what people... It resonates with people. That's what people want to hear about. But that's what we need to do for ourselves. We sometimes need to remind ourselves, why do I do what I do? What is the why behind the what and the how? You've probably heard of the golden circle. It's a really cool idea. Basically, you've got three circles. The outer circle says what, the inner one says how, but the one, the core is the why. And when you work from the inside out, you get a much greater result in what you do personally but also in your your career or your business work from the inside out never work from the outside in because people who work from the outside in the what they do and the how they do they get lost in that stuff they get caught up in the business side of what they do but the why is the passion it's the emotion and it is the I suppose the fuel behind everything and when you get that the why behind what you do like why did you choose that career why do you do what you do why do you work at what you work at why do you work 40 50 60 hours of what you do the why is what it's all about because the why is your purpose it's your belief it's your core and when you bring for example value to people i don't mean now where they save money by what you're selling or or anything or but when you bring real value to people value as in they feel that they've got value from you as far as emotional value where you care for them that kind of value when people feel valued by you it's because generally you care for them and that normally comes from your why. So the why behind what you do is so, so important. The how is, I suppose, the way we fulfill our why. The why is the core of the reason we do what we do, the why behind what we do. The how is how we fulfill that why and the what is what we do. So you've got the, here's what I want to do. I want to make people look beautiful because I love to see uh, people looking beautiful when they leave my clothes shop. I love to see people happy and content and feeling amazing when I style their hair. So that's why they do what they do. Now, how do they do it? How they do it is they have a shop, they have a seat where you come in and you sit, you can book an appointment and they style their hair and how they do it is they get training and then to, to better themselves and then they, they make your hair look even better because they're get bettering themselves, the stylists, so that you're getting better in time as well. So, how, so you've got the why because they want to make you look beautiful. 
You've got the how because they're training all the time and they care and here's how they do it. And what they do is, oh, we style hair. So you can see the what is one thing, but the why is where the value is. And that's what sets companies apart when they talk about the why rather than the what. But it's also what sets you apart as an employee or a student or someone who's an entrepreneur or a business person. It's the why behind what you do. Because when you want to find focus, go back to your why, not your what. We all know what we do, but sometimes we lose why we did it in the first place. And right now with what's gone on in the world and so forth, a lot of people have lost that motivation because they've focused on what I do is here's my job. Here's what I do. Here's how I do it. And it's very hard to get motivation because the what and the how are probably more day to day. But the why needs to be inherent and consistent and always there. It doesn't mean you're always motivated. You're going to have bad days. But the why is a constant. It's a constant core belief of yours. And when you focus on, say, for example, in a business, if you focus on your advertising and you focus on your branding and your marketing and your PR and everything you do, you focus it all around your why. Well, then you know what? People will see value in what you do. You, your company will rise above because you care, because you're working off a core belief. But when you focus on the what and the how, you get caught up in the business side of things and how, you know, rudimental kind of just the workings of the business. But the, the love, the passion, the belief and the core goes out of it. So if you want to stay motivated, go back to your why. And sometimes we need to revisit the why because we can get caught in the what and the how. We can get caught in what we do and we start doing too much stuff. We start taking on too much things. We get overwhelmed and we feel then when we get overwhelmed, we, we come to a stop and then it's very hard to get started again because we feel there's so much to do, not enough time, uh, overwhelmed. But whenever you find yourself in that place, go back to your why and then say, okay, so what do I need to do that is in- consistent with my why rather than getting lost in all of the stuff? Because sometimes there'll be way more things. There's lots of things to do, even too many things to do, but they're not all relevant to your why. Go back to your why and focus on what's relevant to your why. And that's how you keep going forward in life. And the same is when you're picking a course for college or in college or studying or working as an employee or an entrepreneur. It, this applies to every single person at any point in their life. You always need to know what your why is. For example, I mean, even when it comes to a relationship, some people will marry someone for money. We call them the gold diggers. (laughs) And the simple reason when it comes to a gold digger is, you know, that they they married for the what? The fruit of that. Okay, what is the fruit? Oh, they had money, so I'll get money. Great. And that was their motive. That was their 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 why was money. Money's never a why. Money's a result of. Money is the fruit of your labor. It's not actually a why. So they would marry for money, which is kind of a what did you get married for? I married for money. But when you marry for love. It's completely different because here's what happens. When you marry for something like just for money, which is shallow, what happens is when you have the first argument, you know, your love is not in that relationship. So therefore, you'll just walk away from that relationship. You'll just manipulate that relationship. You'll treat that other person badly because you're there for the wrong reasons. That's true for any relationship. But when you are in a relationship for the the right reasons, when when they line up with a core belief, like, I love this person. I'm going to be devoted to this person. I'm going to stick with this person through thick and thin. Now, you're going to have differences. There's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be bumps. Not everything works out for everybody. But when you go in with the right attitude in the first place, the why behind what you do, it actually affects relationships in a very positive way. Are you in it because you chose to live with this person for the rest of your life because you love them? Or are you in it to get what you can take as much as you can? money-wise. <laughs> so anyway, relationships probably another day's conversation. But the why comes into everything we do. Whenever we do something, it always should resonate with our core beliefs. So that is why the why is so important. And, and right now, when I'm talking with people, people say, well, how do I get motivated again? The real key is knowing what your why is. And we'll talk about how to find your why, but also it's motion. 
It's movement. You're, you're, as I said earlier on, motivation is not going to be where you wake up one morning and go, oh, I feel motivated, let's go, woo! You may have days like that, but that won't keep you sustained because you're going to have days where you're tired, like a Monday morning when you're tired, you're wrecked, you, you know, the kids are bouncing off the wall or, you know, you're under pressure financially. But the bottom line is you're going to have days where motivation is just is not there. It's not like, you know, firing on all cylinders. And that's when the why comes in because why will make you pursue things even when the going gets tough. Why will make you pursue things when, you know, if you want to train for running, you'll run when it's sunny, but you'll also run when it's raining, if you get me. So that's, I suppose, where the why is so important. It will carry you on the down days. The why, the motivation will come from your why, but your why will always be there, even when the motivation isn't. So remind yourself what your why is, and the motivation comes back. Now, I spoke about this before, how, how you get moving in things and how you, I suppose, get clarity when there's so much uncertainty, even with your business or with your life. How, what can you do when you don't know what tomorrow may bring? You start by one step at a time and what you can control. And I actually discuss, discussed it in previous episodes. There's one there about fear, anxiety, and uncertainty. You can go back to that episode and check it out and have a look at it, just like two episodes ago. And then there was another one I did, Adapting to Change. That was another episode I did, one of the last episodes as well. So those definitely will side up and line up with what I'm talking about today. So go back and check them after you listen to this episode. But here's the thing. When it comes to our why, how do we, maybe you're thinking, well, I don't know what my why was. I, my why was to put a roof over my head it was to pay the bills. That's what I thought my why was. Well, no, because sometimes we can get caught up in external factors and and I suppose the what's and the how. Here's what I do and here's how I do it. But why do I do it? That's the real question. So the couple of little things you can actually ask yourself to rediscover, because you it's already there and it's generally instinctive, but just to rediscover and get clear for yourself. And how do I find my why? Well, what is my why? Do you know what it is? Well, if you don't know what it is, I have a couple of things that I think find really, really help because I know we're talking to some people. Some people actually don't know. I don't know why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm in this career 10 years and I don't know why. I started this, you know, online business and it's taken off and it's great and I love it. I can't remember my why. I don't remember discussing a why at the beginning of it. Uh, You know, so sometimes we can forget our why, but the why will always be something that will line up with a couple of things. For example, here's what I say to you. What makes you come alive? If you want to find out your why, well, what makes you come alive? What makes you, you know, and I'm not referring to, you know, you're going on your perfect dream holiday or or watching your favorite movie or, no, no, I'm not saying, but those things, they're great as well. We love a good holiday. It's bigger than that. It's about a why that moves you from being about you to being about something bigger than you. It's not just about you. It's about connecting with what you're passionate about. I suppose I'd say is, what puts a fire in your belly? What is the thing that just makes you come alive? Or here's another one. If you're going to think, okay, you're thinking about that. Well, here's another one, right? What about, think back to the activities you did that made you forget about time. You could have done them all day long and you got lost in them. You know, for me, like when I get researching and studying and reading books, I get lost in books and it's three hours later and I didn't even realize. So what is that you love to do that you just lose all passage of time and you enjoy it so much you don't care about the watch anymore because you could do it all day long because you love it so much or what about when you were younger because sometimes people kind of think they I don't know Mark when the last time was I felt so great or you know motivated and I say and I don't even know what the purpose of what I'm doing is anymore I don't know the why well if in that scenario I say well when you were younger what was it that you used to love to do okay playing with your friends and whatever else but no look at was there a trend was there a pattern of things that you always loved or always gravitated towards when you were growing up that you always loved to do now I'm not saying you could do that now but maybe there's something connected to that I remember having that conversation with someone and they said you know what yeah I used to love playing with Lego no I love playing Lego too when I was younger but I used to love playing with Lego 
And I'm like, and he goes, but I can't really play with Lego now, professionally speaking. So I don't, he was in a career that he just didn't enjoy. And it was interesting because there was other facets to this career. Long story short, when he talked about Lego and I said, why did you enjoy making Lego? Now, I wouldn't always say that the answer to your career lies in your childhood, but there can sometimes be patterns there. And he said, I love building and creating or whatever else. And I said, well, so building and creating. And then he thought, well, actually, yeah, because I built this thing in my back garden one time and that gave me such job satisfaction. And I said, so you like building and creating? Yeah. And he goes, and especially when people came over, I love to show them to it. And when they appreciate it too, I appreciate that they appreciate it. And it was just reciprocal and it was brilliant. So anyway, so I said, well, you like building and creating. And he ended up pursuing a career down that path because that was the common pattern for him. Because what it gave him was it gave him fulfillment, but it gave him even more fulfillment when he made something for someone else. So he got the creating, he got the making, and then someone else was, was, was blessed by it. And that was the ultimate perfect thing for him. So, you know, sometimes you can find out patterns and trends. Or what were your inner strengths? What, what are they? Like, when people are in their element, they are not only more productive, but they add more value and enjoy more personal and professional fulfillment. So, what are your strengths? Because your strengths will, 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 will be a blessing to you, but also to others as well. And it's not all, it's not all too uncommon where people pursue their strengths and that's where their salary end, it comes from. So, you know, when you pursue your passion, pursue your why, that's also where your salary can come from. And, and a lot of the time it does go that way. It's kind of like the job you could do all day and not be paid. Um, but here's another one. W where do you add the greatest value? Like doing a job that you're good at but hate it is not the route to fulfillment. Like if you're saying, oh, I just do this nine to five, but I hate it. You're not going to feel fulfilled come, you know, the end of the week. So what is it that you do that you enjoy doing, you value it in your life, and other people value it too, because that's what you're better off investing 50 hours a week into, because you'll feel a whole lot more fulfilled. Or here's another one for you. Um, imagine, what would you do if you learned that you'd only one year left to live? What would you do that would make you feel it was a year well spent doing what you loved, and it helped people? So if I was going to ask you that question, if you'd one year, what would you spend your time doing? What is it that you could do that would be, you'd love, you'd feel fulfilled and would also help other people? Because that's when you might find your why, your, your passion, what you really care about. Or if you're given the chance to teach others, there's another way of looking at it. If you were given the chance to teach others, say young people, what would you teach them? If someone said, no, you have to teach these young people something, what would you teach them? That can sometimes show you what your passion is, what your why is. Well, I'd love to teach them this because I love this and I like this. Why do you love that then? And that's where you'll find your why. Or what task at work would you do for free if you didn't need to be paid? If you didn't need a salary or an income, say you had a millions of euro in the bank and you went on a year's holiday, so you're, ho you're all holidayed out, what would you spend your rest of your life doing? You can't go on holidays every year because you just that would actually get boring, believe it or not, although we'd all love it. But what would you spend your time doing if you didn't have to get paid for doing it? That's another way of finding out like your purpose, your passion, but all more importantly, your why. Because if you say, oh, I'd love to do this. Now, why do you love doing that? What's your motivation? What's your motive behind that? Or another way of looking at it is this. How will you measure your life? Say if we fast forward and you're 80 years of age and I said, have you lived a fulfilled life? What would your answer be? Would it be, if, it was, if I was asked you that today, would you say, yeah, I've been fulfilled so far. But if I fast forward to 80, what would you deem as, yes, that was a fulfilled life because I did this? I suppose another way of asking that question is, what should you do for the rest of your life so that when you're 80, you feel fulfilled? Now, that's a really good question. And that always gets people thinking because they go, what should I be doing for the rest of my life 
that when I'm 80, I'll feel fulfilled. You may not have all the clear-cut answers, but you will figure out the basics of what it needs to be involved in what you do. You see, I always remember this. A lot of people out there are bitter or jealous, and that's because they're not pursuing their why. They're pursuing the what you know, they do, they're pursuing the how they do it, or they're pursuing money, or they're pursuing one of those things. And we all need money to live, don't get me wrong. It's all, you know, we, we need money to live. But when it's for the wrong reasons we're doing what we're doing, we won't feel fulfilled or content. But when we follow and, and follow in suit with our why we do what we do, that's where true fulfillment and contentment comes from. But more importantly, what I'm talking about today is that's where motivation comes from. Because when you're motivated, you'll do it no matter what the weather outside. You'll do it no matter what because you'll be compelled to do it because the why inside you, you don't care how long it takes. You lose time when you do it because you love it so much. Because people who don't stand for something can easily fall for anything. And the reason I say that is people who don't have or pursue their why can just go into a job of convenience, can fall into a career because it was convenient or easy or whatever, or it made sense at the time. And we may all go into that place in our lives. I'm sure there's some things that just happen by chance. But when you're pursuing your why, you'll have a sense of fulfillment. And that's the real benchmark of knowing it. Because knowing your why will compel you to take on challenges that will stretch you as much as they inspire you. That is the thing with the why. They will, you know, you'll take on challenges that you wouldn't have done. You'll work late at night because you're passionate. If you ever heard about people who work on these companies and these businesses and you'll hear they work 80 hours a week and you're thinking, how could someone work 80 hours a week? When it's a labor of love, when it's in suit with your why, you get motivated because you love it. And we're going to talk about that before I close. But, you know, finding your why is important, not only for success in your professional and personal life, but also for your well-being and your longevity. When you do something that is a labor of love, when you pursue your why and it resonates with your core beliefs and values you will be very good at it but also you will be able to do it for a long time and your mental health will be better for it your longevity in business or even in life will be better because you'll have this thing called fulfillment and contentment you'll find you won't even get jealous of people or envious of people because you know that you're on the path that you are meant to be on and that is the biggest key with that in mind the thing about it right now is with this whole pandemic and all that's gone on, a lot of us have lost that motivation. It, our why is still there. The reason we do what we do is still inside, but we've just, I suppose the how and the what has got totally messed up. And it's at that point you need to go back to your why. Why do I do what I do? Why do I, what do I love? What am I passionate about? And when you go and go, okay, here's what, here's what I'm passionate about. Here's why I do what I do. Now, what can I do right now? in the midst of a pandemic or a lockdown, in the midst of, you know, loss of business or loss of income, what can I do that will empower my why? That will mean I'm flexing the muscle of my why? Because sometimes right now, a lot of us feel we're just sitting on our hands waiting for things to change. Well, you know, take back control and say, I may not be able to do what I used, the what of what I used to do or how I used to do it, but my why is still there. So how can I engage and work my why? How can I take it and get it in place right now? What baby steps can I take? Because motivation comes from your why. So if you want to be motivated, it starts by taking steps, even though you don't feel motivated at the start. And you get a little routine going and you say, here's what I'm going to do because this is why I do it. And when that why overshadows everything else, that is the key to going forward. There's a great story actually I have to share before I finish. And it's a great story of Someone that was knocked down, but not knocked out. And it's the story of Buster Douglas. Now, he was a boxer. He was a heavyweight boxer. He was a champion. But here's what happened. He was knocked down by Mike Tyson. And he was beat bad. 
And people are saying, oh, that's it, Tyson, because Mike Tyson, the world champion, you know, that's it, it's over for Buster Douglas. But Buster Douglas got back up. And not only did he get back up, but he actually knocked out Mike Tyson. And people asked him and said, you know what, how did you get back up after taking the box, you know, the boxes that you took on, the hits that you took on Mike Tyson, how did you manage to get back up and put yourself through that pain again? And you know what he said? He said, well, because his mother had passed away, he said, I told my mum that I'm going to eventually knock out Mike Tyson one of these days. And what she did was, she was so proud when I told her that. She goes, you will. She told everyone that came in to visit her when she was sick and not when she was unwell. And she told everyone that my son is going to knock out Mike Tyson. And he said, you know what? When, I, when she's told people that, I said, I have to now knock out Mike Tyson. Because it was now, I suppose... His why, his passion was so strong. No matter how hard he got hit, he would get back up and he would keep on going. And when Tyson knocked Buster Douglas down, he got back up because his why was stronger than the punch he received. Because his why was so powerful, so strong inside him, the pain was just overshadowed by his why. He was pumped and ready to go. He was in bits. He was hurt. But he got back up because his why said, I must go on. Because I want to make my mother who's looking down on me, I want to make her proud. And sometimes our why might be just like that. And maybe you've been knocked down and you're feeling a bit down right now. But the good news is you might be down right now, but you're not down and out. You know, failure is not falling down. Failure is when you refuse to get back up. So like wherever you're at right now, no matter how you're feeling... You know, this bad few weeks or bad month or bad day, it doesn't have to become a bad year. You can, yes, there's challenges, yes, there's horribleness out there. But be just like Buster Douglas and say, you know what? But I'm going to remind myself of why, why I do what I do. And I'm going to get stand back up and I'm going to start to take baby steps and start to get back in the ring and get focused and get back acting on what I love to do. But most importantly, reminding myself of why I do it. And I think it's cool. I think it's a lesson for us all to learn for sure and sometimes our why might be the fact a simple thing like because I want to make my mom in heaven proud of me or I, I, I want to make people happy or my why might be because I want to help people or I want to feel fulfilled by doing something that is worthwhile that is bigger than myself I'm not saying that you'll become the next Mother Teresa. I'm not saying you'll be the Buster Douglas. But we all have our own story and we all have our own narrative that we tell ourselves. So maybe if you're feeling that lack of motivation, start telling yourself the new story of, well, here's why I do what I do and I'm going to get back in the ring. Be a Buster Douglas is what I say. See this whole thing as, you know, it's knocked me, but it's, I'm not knocked out. And get back up and get start moving again, one step at a time, because each step will generate motivation and each step will reinforce in you the reason why you do what you do. The why is way more important than the how and the what. Never forget it. But find out, figure out what is your why, write it down and remind yourself and never forget it. So guys, thanks so much for tuning into the podcast today. I hope it was helpful. Please do. If you're listening to this podcast and it has been a help, I would love you to screenshot it, share it in your stories, share it online and tag us in it. Um, I'd love to hear from you. Obviously, I'm on Facebook, I'm Instagram, at markfennel.ie and obviously the website is the same, markfennel.ie. Connect with me. I'd love to hear from you. If you've got thoughts or maybe you've got a story you want to share, I want to hear about it because I'd love to hear from who's listening in right now because I hope it's been a help to you. Guys, look out yourself. Remember, you can check us out uh, the podcast if you've not already subscribed. Make sure you do. We're on iTunes and Spotify and all the good stuff. But connect with me anyway, markfennel.ie. 
all social media platforms and I will talk to you in a future episode coming right here on This Out of Life, the podcast.